um, Jude, chapter 1, verse 6. Jude 1, verse 6. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. The Bible says, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains. Now, I want you to see something here that is important. Because when we are dealing with the spiritual warfare and judgment, people don't understand what we're saying and, and, and what is it that we're talking about. Hmm. There were so many angels in heaven. And when the enemy, when the devil rose against the kingdom, the Bible says he was cast down. And some angels who followed him were cast down with him. But the difference is when they were being cast down, only the devil was not put in chains. Did you hear that? They were the other angels which were put in chains. In the first place, I want you to understand that the devil, he is a cherub. In the book of Isaiah 14, the Bible speaks of him as a cherub. Now, cherubs are in second command of angels. The first group of angels that are there in the first highlight or first command are the seraphims. And from the seraphims, they are what we call the cherub or cherubims. So, so, so the devil was called Lucifer. He was a cherub. He was not in the highest level of angels. He was in the second command. And his work in heaven was not to fight. His job was to sing. So when we speak of fighting, he's a bad fighter. If we talk of singing, he's a good musician. Now, I want you to see something here because when we begin to go into warfare, you must understand what you can win or what you want or what you are fighting against. You are not fighting against a warrior. You are fighting against a musician. The devil in heaven was not a warrior. He was, a, oh my God. He was in the choir as a choir leader. First, we need to settle there before I continue first. So when you are facing the devil, you are not facing him as a warrior. You are facing him as a musician. Now, musicians, they are script writers. They know what to say, how to say. They know the power of seduction. Through a music or a song, a person can be seduced. That's how the devil knows what to exactly bring to you. He knows exactly how to seduce you. Because he is a writer. He knows how to put scripts. His power is not in coming against you with the forces and all these things. He knows how to put up a script. In the book of Job chapter 1, the Bible says, He moves to and fro. He is on the loose. He moves to and fro. 
The Bible also says he's like a ruling lion moving around, moving about. Oh, I, I, are you following? So he's moving like a rolling lion. So when we are dealing with, I got this problem, I got this situation, I've got this thing, this thing is happening, all the devil is causing this. You must understand that the devil, he has never changed. There is no place where the Bible says, and, and, he, and, he, became, and he became this. No. He is, even when he came to Adam and Eve, he didn't come like a dangerous animal. He came with that power. He only used words because he was a musician. He knows the power of influence. You can sit down like this, just like this, and then he can come into your mind and sing a different song and you can dance to it. When Jesus was fasting for 40 days, he never came with the powers of demons as people think. No. He just came very simple. He said, if you are the son of man, he said, if you are a son of God, turn the stone into bread. All that was happening in the mind of Jesus. It's not like he came like a, a, with a wind or something that stood there. No, it was in the mind of Jesus. He knows how to write a script. He knows how to speak to you. He knows. You'll be thinking, they'll be sitting like this and be like, oh, you see, uh, with what you're doing. Um, and, and, and he knows. He knows how to go on your family page and make you angry. All of a sudden, your family page is attacking you. Your group page from your work, from sudden they're talking about you. Social media, talking about you. Until you begin to think, why is my family? Why are the people from my workplace? Why is this child behaving in this way? Because that's what he wants. And he knows the power. So he seduces you. He knows the things that when you have access to them, you're going to have greatness. Can you imagine telling Eve that if you eat from that fruit, you shall become like God? Telling Eve, you shall be, if you eat from that fruit, you shall become like God. Yet, we hear in the Bible, the reason he was cast from heaven is because he wanted to be like God. Now, if this fruit will make Eve become like God, why is he himself not eating it? Why himself? He knew that if he eats, there will be a problem. He says, eat it. The problem was not eating the fruit. The problem was inspiration. Who inspired you to eat it? You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. The problem was who inspired you? So, the Bible says when he was cast down, God said, war unto you. In Revelation 12, God said, war unto you, see, and the land. For the evil one is come to you. So the devil, Lucifer, was not arrested. He was put on the loose. The Bible says to deceive many. But there are other angels that were following him. They were put in the chain. According to Jude 1 verse 6, the Bible says, let's read again the scripture. In Jude 1 verse 6, the Bible says, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains. 
Okay? Under darkness, into the judgment of the great day. It says they are into darkness in great chains. So those ones, those angels which were there, they were actually four. Four ones. Four. Four men ones. Which God had to put them in the chain. To say these ones, these, these ones, if they are on the loose, they will destroy the world. Not Lucifer. Lucifer is a musician. But there are four. I will give you a scripture where, where it talks of the four which we are put in chains. I will show you the verse. There are four. Heaven said, no, 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 no. If you, if you release these ones, they will cause trouble. So they were put in the chains. The Bible says, reserved for judgment. So who's going to make the judgment? Who? How were they put in the chains? Who put them in the chains? And how can they get loosed? And what's the connection with the judgment Sunday? I want you to know something. The rule of the kingdom of heaven, it goes by binding and loosing. Jesus says if you bind something on earth, in heaven is also bound. If you lose in heaven also, it's loosed. So tonight if we say we bind this, if we say we lose this, in the book of Revelation chapter 9, from verse 13 to 15, before the coming of Jesus, after rapture, that's when these four angels which were in chains will be loosed. When you hear people saying, oh, there'll be, there'll be stamps, uh, be, uh, there'll be uh, tribulation. What will cause this tribulation are these four that are in chains for now. Do you understand me? Yes. And there's a location where they are put. They are, they are in a river between Teke and Iraq. Hmm. In a river called Euphrates. We'll read the scripture. They are in this river right now as I'm talking to you. In everlasting chains. Right now as we talk. After rapture, they'll be loosed. If you hear of tribulation, when, when Jesus said, hey, there'll be tribulation. When Jesus said, before they come, these are the ones who cause trouble. Now, I want to show you a scripture. Now, go, go to, to Revelation 9 from verse 13. The sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. Where are they bound? In the great river Euphrates. How many are they? Four. four. Did you hear that? He said there are four angels, which are bound. In Jude 1 verse 6, the Bible says they are put in everlasting chains. But when after rapture, he says he heard a voice saying, loose those four. Oh my abasatiki ratush. But you need to understand a secret here. The Bible says loose. Huh. It says loose. Now I want you to see this. The whole teaching goes there when we're dealing with the judgment. Loose. Someone said judgment day. Judgment day. The reason and how these four are loosed is by a word. Loose. 
and then the Bible said, and they were loosed. Without speaking, without saying to them, be loosed, they will never be loosed. They are in chains because there was a word, being chains. They will be loosed because there will be a word, be loosed. How we will put those enemies and the devil and the, every problem around you into chains is because you have decided to put the problem in chains. You didn't hear me. And how we can lose certain things is when you make a statement. So the Bible says this is four. Right now as I'm talking to you, now as we speak, according to Jude 1 verse 6, the Bible says they are put in chains. So when we talk, we laugh, oh, you are speak of the devil, you speak of how, what is causing around your life. Actually, the main ones are right now as I'm talking to you. The Bible says it, they're in a, in a river called what? River Euphrates. Euphrates or Euphrates. It is in that river. Now, where is this river? This river is in Iraq and in Turkey. They are in that river right now, as I'm talking to you. The Bible says they are bound into that river. Say four. And then the Bible says, but there will be a time they will be loosed. And how they will be loosed is by a word. Loose. It says loose them, and, and they were loosed. So when right now, when somebody says, oh, I'm passing through this situation, uh, I'm passing through this, all oh, these things happening, uh, actually the main ones are not loosed. When you stay on rapture, when you are not raptured, that's when you will know what real these four ones can do. Now that's when you will really know that, wow, is this what it means to be evil? You will know that time. The Bible says that right now they are bound. They are arrested. So in the spirit realm, there are things which right now they are in chains because of the word. And what happens in the spirit is when you speak a statement. When you make a statement, that's what you say is what happens. Watch this. In Isaiah 54 verse 17, the Bible speaks of us, God's children, making judgments. Okay, somebody will be like, oh, okay, what, does he, what are they doing? They speak of judgment. Uh, oh, we know the Bible. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, the Bible says, judge not. But that statement is not talking about you not having the ability of judging. Because in 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 13, the Bible says, he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged by nobody. He says, he who is spiritual, judges. So when Jesus said, judge not, he's talking to people who are not spiritual. He says, this type of judgment is done by spiritual people. He says, he who is spiritual, judges all things. In Isaiah 54 verse 17, where we want, I want you to, to, to see this. The Bible says what? No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Right. I have no time. problem. I have no problem with that statement. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. I have no problem with that. And this every... is a scripture where everybody quotes. Yes, sir. And I don't want to talk about that, that, that part. Okay. But I want to speak about this. And every what? And every tongue. tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. Now, the Bible says any tongue 
that shall rise against you. In judgment you shall condemn. It says that you shall have the ability to make a judgment. But watch this. Not that you shall make a judgment against the weapon, but against the tongue. So every word that is spoken about you, it must be challenged in judgment. No, you didn't hear me. There are some statements which, you know, the devil knows that, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I don't want to fight this man. All I have to do is to make somebody make a statement about him. This is why there is what we call gossip. It is called gossip, but in the spirit, they are actually fighting you. Because whatever they speak, words becomes objects. So when people are gossiping about you, like, oh, oh, look at that man. Oh, look at that woman. Oh, this is whatever they are talking. Yes, sir. Okay? They become things. That's why Jesus said, the things I say. He says, the things I say. He was saying things. Any statement Jesus was speaking, it was a thing. He said, the things I say. The things. So when he makes a statement, what he speaks, it was a thing. So you too, why or what the devil does, he makes you say statements against yourself. You know, you, you hear people saying, me, I will never, me, I don't want to get married. After four years, they're like, oh, how I want Papa, pray for me. There are tongues that will rise against you. We need to condemn them in judgment. Any person who made a statement about you, or they wish you evil or something wrong to happen to you, we condemn it in the name of Jesus. Someone for the nine. The six to nine. Give me King James Version first. King James. Let the high let the high presence of God be in thy mouth and a two-edged sword in their hands. Now, wait a moment before I take my sword. You ready? I like this verse. It says this, when you are fighting spiritually, it says the words be in your mouth. But it says word in your hand like this, a two-double-edged sword. Jesus, when he was about to go, you know, when he was about to go, when he was about to face the enemies, he said, um, <clears throat> do you have swords? They said, uh, before they answered, they said, if you don't have, he said, sell your clothes, get one. He didn't want to use them to physically harm people. No. But he needed, and somebody said, oh, we already have. He said, ah, it's fine. All he wanted was the presence of the swords. As whatever he is facing, whatever trouble he is facing, all he needed was somebody to cut a sword as a symbol that in the spirit we are defeating the enemy. My God. My God. So as I hold my sword like this today, as I hold it, are you here? We push back every enemy in the name of Jesus. All you have to do is to watch what's going to happen from tonight. 
you will see. We will push them back. Um, Jude. Chapter 1, verse 6. Jude 1, verse 6. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. The Bible says, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains. Now, I want you to see something here that is important. Because when we are dealing with the spiritual warfare and judgment, people don't understand what we're saying and, and, and what is it that we're talking about. Hmm. There were so many angels in heaven. And when the enemy, when the devil rose against the kingdom, the Bible says he was cast down. And some angels who followed him were cast down with him. But the difference is, when they were being cast down, only the devil was not put in chains. Did you hear that? They were the other angels which were put in chains. In the first place, I want you to understand that the devil, he is a cherub. In the book of Isaiah 14, the Bible speaks of him as a cherub. Now, cherubs are in second command of angels. The first group of angels that are there in the first highlight or first command are the seraphims. And from the seraphims, they are what we call the cherub or cherubims. So, so, so the devil was called Lucifer. He was a cherub. He was not in the highest level of angels. He was in the second command. And his work in heaven was not to fight. His job was to sing. So when we speak of fighting, he's a bad fighter. If we talk of singing, he's a good musician. Now, I want you to see something here because when we begin to go into warfare, you must understand what you can win or what you want or what you are fighting against. You are not fighting against a warrior. You are fighting against a musician. The devil in heaven was not a warrior. He was, a, oh my God. He was in the choir as a choir leader. First, we need to settle there before I continue first. So when you are facing the devil, you are not facing him as a warrior. You are facing him as a musician. Now, musicians, they are script writers. They know what to say, how to say. They know the power of seduction. Through a music or a song, a person can be seduced. That's how the devil knows what to exactly bring to you. He knows exactly how to seduce you. Because he is a writer. He knows how to put scripts. His power is not in coming against you with the forces and all these things. He knows how to put up a script. In the book of Job chapter 1, the Bible says, He moves to and flow. 
He is on the loose. He moves to and fro. The Bible also says he's like a rolling lion moving around, moving about. Oh, I, I, are you following? So he's moving like a rolling lion. So when we are dealing with, I got this problem, I got this situation, I've got this thing, this thing is happening, all oh, the devil is causing this. You must understand that the devil, he has never changed. There is no place where the Bible says, and, and, he, and, he, became, and he became this. No. He is, even when he came to Adam and Eve, he didn't come like a dangerous animal. He came with that power. He only used words because he was a musician. He knows the power of influence. You can sit down like this, just like this, and then he can come into your mind and sing a different song, and you can dance to it. When Jesus was fasting for 40 days, he never came with the powers of demons as people think. No, he just came very simple. He said, if you are the son of man, he said, if you're a son of God, turn the stone into bread. All that was happening in the mind of Jesus. It's not like he came like a, a, with a wind or something that stood there. No, it was in the mind of Jesus. He knows how to write a script. He knows how to speak to you. He knows. You'll be thinking, they'll be sitting like this and be like, oh, you see, uh, with what you're doing. Um, and, and, and he knows. He knows how to go on your family page and make you angry. All of a sudden, your family page is attacking you. Your group page from your work. From sudden, they're talking about you. Social media, talking about you. Until you begin to think, why is my family? Why are the people from my workplace? Why is this child behaving in this way? Because that's what he wants. And he knows the power, so he seduces you. He knows the things that when you have access to them, you're going to have greatness. Can you imagine telling Eve that if you eat from that fruit, you shall become like God? Telling Eve, you shall be, if you eat from that fruit, you shall become like God. Yet, we hear in the Bible, the reason he was cast from heaven is because he wanted to be like God. Now, if this fruit will make Eve become like God, why is he himself not eating it? Why himself? He knew that if he eats, there'll be a problem. He says, eat it. The problem was not eating the fruit. The problem was inspiration. Who inspired you to eat it? You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. The problem was who inspired you? So, the Bible says when he was cast down, God said, woe unto you. In Revelation 12, God said, woe unto you, see and the land. For the evil one is come to you. So the devil, Lucifer, was not arrested. He was put on the loose. The Bible says to deceive many. But there are other angels that were following him. They were put in the chain. According to Jude 1 verse 6, the Bible says, let's read again the scripture. In Jude 1 verse 6, the Bible says, and the angels which kept not their first estate, 
but left their own habitation. He has reserved in everlasting chains, okay, under darkness into the judgment of the great day. It says they are into darkness in great chains. So those ones, those angels which were there, they were actually four, four ones, four, four main ones, which God had to put them in the chain to say these ones, these, these ones, if they are on the loose, they will destroy the world. Not Lucifer. Lucifer is a musician. But there are four. I will give you a scripture where, where it talks of the four which we are put in chains. I will show you the verse. There are four. Heaven said, no, 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 no. If you, if you release these ones, they will cause trouble. So they were put in the chains. The Bible says, reserved for judgment. Huh. So who's going to make the judgment? Who? How were they put in the chains? Who put them in the chains? And how can they get loosed? And what's the connection with the judgment Sunday? I want you to know something. The rule of the kingdom of heaven, it goes by binding and loosing. Jesus says if you bind something on earth, in heaven is also bound. If you lose in heaven also, it's loosed. So tonight if we say we bind this, if we say we lose this, in the book of Revelation chapter 9, from verse 13 to 15, before the coming of Jesus, after rapture, that's when these four angels which were in chains will be loosed. When you hear people saying, oh, there'll be, there'll be stamps, uh, be, uh, there'll be a uh, tribulation. What will cause this tribulation are these four that are in chains for now. Do you understand me? And there's a location where they are put. They are, they are in a river between Teke and Iraq. Hmm. In a river called Euphrates. We'll read the scripture. They're in this river right now as I'm talking to you. In everlasting chains. Right now as we talk. After rapture, they'll be loosed. If you hear of tribulation, when, when Jesus said, hey, there'll be tribulation. When Jesus said before they come, these are the ones who cause trouble. Now, I want to show you a scripture. Now, go, go to, to Revelation 9 from verse 13. The sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. Where are they bound? In the great river Euphrates. How many are they? Four. four. Did you hear that? He said there are four angels, which are bound in Jude 1 verse 6, the Bible says they are put in everlasting chains. But when after rapture, he says he heard a voice saying, loose those four. Oh my Abbasatiki, Ratush. But you need to understand a secret here. The Bible says, loose. Ha. It says, loose. Now I want you to see this. The whole teaching goes there when we're dealing with the judgment. Loose. Someone said judgment day. Judgment day. 
the reason and how these four are loosed is by a word. Loose. And then the Bible says, and they were loosed. Without speaking. Without saying to them, be loosed. They will never be loosed. They are in chains because there was a word. Be in chains. They will be loosed because there will be a word. Be loosed. How we will put those enemies and the devil and every problem around you into chains is because you have decided to put the problem in chains. You didn't hear me. And how we can lose certain things is when you make a statement. So the Bible says this is four. Right now as I'm talking to you, now as we speak, according to Jude 1 verse 6, the Bible says they are put in chains. So when we talk, we laugh, oh, you are speak of the devil. You speak of how, what is causing around your life. Actually, the main ones are right now as I'm talking to you. The Bible says it, they're in a, in a river called what? River Euphrates. Euphrates or Euphrates. It is in that river. Now, where is this river? This river is in Iraq and in Turkey. They are in that river right now, as I'm talking to you. The Bible says they are bound into that river. Say four. And then the Bible says, but there will be a time they will be loosed. And how they will be loosed is by a word. Loose. It says loose them, and, and they were loosed. So when right now when somebody says, oh, I'm passing through this situation. Uh, I'm passing through this. All these things happening. Uh, actually, the main ones are not loosed. When you stay on rapture, when you are not raptured, that's when you will know what real these four ones can do. Now that's when you will really know that, wow, is this what it means to be evil? You will know that time. The Bible says that right now they are bound. They are arrested. So in the spirit realm, there are things which right now they are in chains because of the word. And what happens in the spirit is when you speak a statement. When you make a statement, that's what you say is what happens. Watch this. In Isaiah 54 verse 17, the Bible speaks of us, God's children, making judgments. Okay, somebody will be like, oh, okay, what, does he, what are they doing? They speak of judgment. Uh, oh, we know the Bible. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, the Bible says, judge not. But that statement is not talking about you not having the ability of judging. Because in 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 13, the Bible says, he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged by nobody. He says, he who is spiritual, judges. So when Jesus said, judge not, he's talking to people who are not spiritual. He says, this type of judgment is done by spiritual people. He says, he who is spiritual, judges all things. In Isaiah 54 verse 17, where we want, I want you to, to, to see this. The Bible says what? No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. All right. and I have no time. problem. I have no problem with that statement. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. I have no problem with that. And this every... is a scripture where everybody quotes. Yes, sir. And I don't want to talk about that, that, that part. Okay. But I want to speak about this. And every what? And every tongue. tongue that shall rise against thee, 
in judgment thou shalt condemn. Now, the Bible says, any tongue that shall rise against you, in judgment you shall condemn. It says that you shall have the ability to make a judgment. But watch this. Not that you shall make a judgment against the weapon, but against the tongue. So every word that is spoken about you, it must be challenged in judgment. No, you didn't hear me. There are some statements which, you know, the devil knows that, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I don't want to fight this man. All I have to do is to make somebody make a statement about him. This is why there is what we call gossip. It is called gossip, but in the spirit, they are actually fighting you. Because whatever they speak, words becomes objects. So when people are gossiping about you, like, oh, oh, look at that man. Oh, look at that woman. Oh, this is whatever they are talking. Yes, sir. Okay? They become things. That's why Jesus said, the things I say. He says, the things I say. He was saying things. Any statement Jesus was speaking, it was a thing. He said, the things I say. The things. So when he makes a statement, what he speaks, it was a thing. So you too, why or what the devil does, he makes you say statements against yourself. You know, you, you hear people saying, me, I will never, me, I don't want to get married. After four years, they're like, oh, how I want Papa, pray for me. There are tongues that will rise against you. We need to condemn them in judgment. Any person who made a statement about you, or they wish you evil or something wrong to happen to you, we condemn it in the name of Jesus. Someone for the nine. The six to nine. Give me King James Version first. King James. Let the high let the high presence of God be in thy mouth and a two-edged sword in their hands. Now, wait a moment. Before I take my sword. You ready? I like this verse. It says this. When you are fighting spiritually, it says the words be in your mouth. But it says word in your hand like this. A two-double-edged sword. Jesus, when he was about to go, you know, when he was about to go, when he was about to face the enemies, he said, um, <clears throat> do you have swords? They said, uh, before they answered, they said, if you don't have, he said, sell your clothes. Get one. He didn't want to use them to physically harm people. No. But he needed, and somebody said, oh, we already have. He said, it's fine. All he wanted was the presence of the swords. As whatever he is facing, whatever trouble he is facing, all he needed was somebody to cut a sword as a symbol that in the spirit we are defeating the enemy. My God. My God. So as I hold my sword like this today, as I hold it, are you here? We push back every enemy in the name of Jesus. 
All you have to do is to watch. What's going to happen from tonight? You will see. We will push them back.